Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Mega Rand. Thank you so much for joining in. This is Matt Mania. You already knew that. The podcast where we talk about wrestling. I got some friends with me. I'm going to get to those soon. Right now, it is the day before SummerSlam. And uh, we did a SummerSlam preview last week. Got a shout out my man Derek for doing that. This time, though, we're doing a little something different. We're going to talk about a lot of things that I enjoy. But right now, I am in Miami. I'm not going to Miami because I'm already in Miami. Uh, shout out to MizuCon, which is where I'm playing tomorrow night or tonight when you hear this or maybe even last night if you hear it later. But uh, shout out to them. I've been having a great time. Shout out to the other special guests. My boy Greg Ayers is here. Uh, Whitey Cracker came through. We're having a blast, man. It's been fun. Uh, there's also a... Um, Zika virus scare out here going on right now, which is uh, keeping me in the hotel. I am not playing games with that, even though, you know, it's mostly affecting, I think, pregnant women, but still, don't want to take any chances with that. Who wants to pick up a virus while they're in a city, you know what I mean? Especially Miami. So, I've just been chilling, had a little Cuban food, but for the most part, just been laying low, enjoying this Double Tree Wi-Fi. Thank you very much for that. And, um, also got me a haircut right before this trip cut my hair down i know i sold out i kind of even look like a sellout in the pictures i saw my wife said i look like a teacher again which is um i don't think a bad thing but i think she was definitely meaning it to be like you look like a regular old joe now and you don't look as interesting as i did with the with the wild hair but i'm starting over got a plan i'm gonna let it grow back a little evenly i felt like all it takes is one barber, man. Like one bad experience, and then they just whack you up, and then your hairline is just jacked forever. So that's what happened. I went to a new dude, and he whacked me. So uh, reset on the hair project had to go down, and uh, here we are. But anyway, a lot of wrestling and fighting things going on this weekend. We got SummerSlam. Uh, my boy Casey is at Ring of Honor in Vegas, uh, there's a UFC event, all my friends are in New York for the SummerSlam stuff, there's a lot of preview stuff, there's an NXT event, a lot of great things happening, um, I'm actually going Monday to Raw, so I will be able to report live from the Barclays and BK, so I'll see you guys from there, um, my friends Eva and Chris joined me, and they're just wrestling fans like me, and I think it's the best conversation usually when you just get a couple kids together who love 
just love the the competition, love the entertainment, love the just everything about it, and could just sit around and have fun. You know, not there to bash anybody, but ultimately just wanting the best product for everybody. So I had a great time chatting with them, and I think those are my best and favorite conversations when it's just a couple fans just chatting and just being silly. So anyway, we talk about a lot of things, so I'm gonna jump into it. Uh, so that we have time for those things we talk about 2k17 we talk about all these suspensions going around we talk about Dolph Ziggler we talk about Dean we talk about a survey that I saw online about the first 10 universal champions so we get to do some fantasy booking and it's always fun all right well I'm out I'm Mega Ran and I will talk to you after we talk to the homies oh yeah ring the bell Yo, there's a party going on on the east side. Call all the beefs, get the car washed, and we ride. Cause everybody's gonna make it, all the shakers and movers. The illest DJs too, so dust off all the maneuvers. And I'ma probably need the eye and a shirt for this. Break out the shoes, I reserve for church for this. Wanna socialize till we suffocate. Eat a bunch of stuff I hate. Then be nice and ask for another plate. Maybe get asked what I do for a living. Tell them I rap so they can produce me a rhythm. And I rhyme on the spot. My favorite activity, yay, festival. Activities, captivity, tell a bunch of jokes I pretend to enjoy. We'll be stuck in conversations that we tend to avoid. Sounds great, so I sigh and grab my coat. The new book that I'm reading and prepare to go. About to turn off the lights, hit the TV. When across my screen, yo, what do I see? A Netflix ad, Daredevil's out, the full season. This is pleasing. I don't think I'm leaving. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Mega Rain with another episode of Matt Mania. Today, we're talking wrestling, of course. And today, I have not one friend, but two here today. I have my friend Eva. Say what's up, Eva. Hello. And Chris. Say what's up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right. So, I'm going to get a little background from y'all before people hear you guys spout and run your, <laughs> run your jibs about wrestling. Uh, so, Eva, real quick, what's your history with wrestling? My history with wrestling. It started in about fifth grade it's actually one of the funniest stories i got into wrestling for because i had a crush on a boy in class Mm. and he was really into stone cold and (laughs) so i was like i must learn about this fandom so i can get to this boy and i ended up falling in love with it i didn't get the boy though so that's not the boy though no not the boy boy. no i fell in love with something else that lasted me a longer time (laughs) wow well forget that dude yeah at least he got you into it right that's amazing. So that was Attitude Era, I'm guessing, Stone Attitude Cold. Attitude Era, Stone Cold, The Rock. This was when Nation of Domination was still there. Mm, yeah. That time. It was good times, man. Yeah. Uh, I was just watching the old Stone Cold promo and uh, when the what kind of first started. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, uh, man, it was so good. <sighs> Such great stuff. Unfortunately, it still sticks around, though. And it's still it, there. At, yeah. the in- at the most inappropriate times, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, you can be in the middle of a real intense moment or something, right. and they're just like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> it's it's never going away. I think that's the true mark of like an iconic catchphrase mm-hmm. is when it's just still there long after you. Yeah. Um, all right, Chris, what's your what's your story? Uh, I started with wrestling when I was like five. The Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. I had all the the weights. The Hulkamaniac weights <laughs> and the headband. I still got pictures of that when I was like five or six. Wow. Um, then picked it up again in the Attitude Era with Stone Cold and The Rock and everybody. And then um, kind of lost touch with it for a while and 
funny enough, picked it back up when CM Punk joined the UFC. Uh, and I went back and just got the network and started binge watching old stuff. And just, uh, so you've been experiencing all this stuff for the first time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I listened great. to your, uh, you had a podcast a couple months ago about um, the Cena Money in the Bank match with Punk. Oh, and I had just recently watched it with one of the best pay per views I've ever watched. Time. The pipe uh, bomb. We can, you can never talk about. You wrestling without mentioning the pipe bomb. You have to mention the pipe bomb. I yeah. mean, it felt so real. Like, that was just just perfect booking, man. It just felt awesome. Especially uh, with that kiss at the end when he was just, like, with right. his mouth. You're that like, was just, oh, like... He's really... He's gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah. My little brother started getting back into it, like, uh, like, a couple years ago. And I would catch him watching it and then see him punk. I'm a big UFC guy. I've been okay. to a bunch of live events yeah. for the UFC. And uh, I saw CM Punk signed, and so he was watching. So I started watching Raw with him on a weekly basis, and then mm. got the network and just started. I was like, I want to check out the CM Punk guy, and fell in love. Yeah, Huge fan of Punk. Let's He's a guy honest, that a lot Eva of people got him back in into wrestling. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Eva helped. You could have just said, you know, Eva got me back in. But... It was about a girl for her, or about a boy for her, and about a girl for me. <laughs> yeah, this is how it goes. Oh man, uh, punk is a lot of people's kind of re-entry. I've noticed punk, uh, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. being a lot of people's re-entry point. For me, I uh, I don't remember what it was. I, I think it was just WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and in general, and being close to a WrestleMania. And I think it was the one that was here in 2010. I was yeah. there. Oh, nice. I was there. I was I there know. too. It's Undertaker and, oh, just, versus HBK. Yes, Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels' last match, mm-hmm. and so. That got me back in. I was like, oh, well, I got to go see WrestleMania. I live mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch anything else that year. And then I just found out for the first time, so I'm so late on this, mm-hmm. that Bret Hart won the U.S. title that year by mm-hmm. beating The Miz. You guys knew that, right? No. Yeah, yeah, I knew <laughs> He won the U.S. title. I I didn't know it was from the Miz. He beat the Miz in 2010. There was some weird stipulation with the Hart Dynasty, and he got to pick which one of them he fought, and he decided he would fight Bret Hart. And then a no-DQ match on Raw. The whole family comes and helps, and Miz taps out to the sharpshooter. I think it was like in Toronto or Mm. something. So it was like redemption for Brett. You know, I think it was that's really what it was all about. Like give him a great moment in Canada. Yeah. Right. To make up for the other moment in Canada. And he had he also had a when he came back he had a match with uh with Vince, didn't he? Yeah, that's yes, that's that was Mania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just beat the hell out of him. Yes. There wasn't really a match. He just Do you remember him. that? He walks out and Vince is just like, just so you know, they're all on my side and then he's like, Just so you know, they all told me about this. <laughs> That's right. That, 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 that one. Oh, that's right. And they all got their revenge. Yeah, they all got them. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. So, yeah, I started reading up on that. Brett signed, like, a one-year contract to come back and do that, do the WrestleMania thing. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, commissioner or GM, and he gets fired. And how yeah, did we not? How did I not? You know, crazy I was stuff. like you. I was in radio, and I wasn't really into it, and then I got free tickets, and then I was like, mm. oh, this is still cool, you know? There that's you go. When, that's when I started. My friend bought a, uh, a championship belt. He bought the big gold belt, the uh, WCW one, and <laughs> oh, we, nice. on our phones, cut a bunch of promos in my apartment room that night. I wish I could still find them. Oh, my God. We're all just standing there with the belt, like me, my wife, who's then my girlfriend, and then my buddy Chuck, and we're just 
all night were drunk yelling and doing promos. <laughs> that was great. But uh, anyway, <laughs> let's move to the current <laughs> stuff. You know, let's talk about today, what's happening. Um, real quick, what's your guys' opinion on the new era? Let's just talk about it, get it out there. Eva, new era to you means what? I think it's a regeneration because it's going, I feel like at, for a while there, Attitude Era picked it up. Everybody, it was pop culture. And we actually had that conversation last night. Everybody mm. knew Attitude Era. And then it kind of dwindled down. John Cena carried it. And I feel like it's going in a cycle where we're going to see a lot of it start being more incorporated into pop culture again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more stuff. I know that they've already done stuff that, like, that we were even... I can't think of anything that <laughs> recently. But they've done stuff that it's, like, regular corporate America. And they're already starting to, to get back in there. They're also doing the whole that whole news. I don't know if you guys heard about that, where Steph said that they're going to start um, integrating lesbian and gay storylines really? in the near future. Yeah. Wow. So. so it's uh, I think, and someone else was saying it too. They thought that new era just kind of means kind of a reality based era, like just mm. current. Like this is what's happening in the world. It's going to be reflected in the ring, and I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's uh, kind of a. Uh, an indie-based era. Like, it yes. feels indie now. This I think. is something we've seen before, but now it's their own twist. I like it. I yeah, think it's going to yeah. work. I think so. I'm, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Chris, what do you think? I've been enjoying it a lot lately, and I don't know if it's just the storylines or the booking. Um, It doesn't feel different to me. Like, I think with the network and them opening up a lot of reality, they kind of have to blur the lines a little bit mm-hmm. with total divas and ride along and all these things where you get to see a lot more of the personality of the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I've been I've been having a good time with a lot of this, a lot of the talent they brought in. Like, I'm loving the club. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Huge fan of Enzo and Cass. I like a lot of the new blood that they brought in. It doesn't feel as, as stale as it used to. Yeah, yeah. It's in a good place right now, I think. And that's, that's usually, that's when we met when bj fashion came in too <laughs> that's right <laughs> and i was like it better not be bj fashion we... and it came out aj styles and, and we all AJ marked Styles. out together we're like, oh my God. we were like oh chris is just there like what's going for, on uh, over here yeah, yeah for uh, um, <laughs> yeah you weren't up on aj so <laughs> now for, you are <laughs> now this we is know. such a funny thing so yeah when i met these guys we were watching the rumble and uh, we're talking to the rumors about AJ Styles coming in. And we, we just knew that we were going to change his name. And so <laughs> it's amazing you remember that. But I, I think we said something like, he better not be BJ Fashion or something silly like that. Oh, I have a great memory. But he came back as AJ Styles and uh, and we, we marked out. We mm-hmm. went nuts. And uh, AJ has been, I think he's been great. He's oh. been pretty much everything I've expected. And more coming his, in. His heel run has been has been good. Um, they they I, I don't know if it was what culture or somebody put a video out mm-hmm. of they were they were overseas I want to say and there was like a famous soccer player and John mm-hmm. Cena went out and shook the guy's hand before the match and then AJ went out to shake his hand and then pulled it back and walked <laughs> away. <laughs> nuclear heat from the crowd. Oh, that's awesome. But you know AJ, I love that he has his own twist of a heel because what are they, what do they normally do when they're like you're a bad guy? They go ruthless. But he's yeah. kind of like a drawn back, his own version of a heel. Yeah, it's not the typical, it's, like, I hate you guys yeah. and your team and your city sucks. It's kind of like, You can I don't get know. behind him. You can kind of get behind him because, yeah. I guess, especially with the Cena program, because yes. I feel like so many fans want to hate Cena. So it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. let's give him a reason to. Yes. So And I think a lot of this storyline is, is, 
is kind of dipped in reality. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Cena, you held people down. You you've never given me people a chance. You got you got all the prop, the, all the looks, all the props. Yeah. I want some of that, you know. And it's like. I could really see them having this argument. You know yes. what I mean? So I know. And he was like, you bury guys like me. I was just like, okay. I was like, whoa. And then on the inside, rumor has it that Vince loves him. Really? Which is interesting. He's an AJ guy? He's an AJ guy. Nice. Which is interesting because if you really think about it, would you ever see Vince backing any indie guy saying, I want him to get the title? That's the horrible Vince I would, I, I could never imagine it though. But like, it, but it's working. But he's, if he's, you really think about and pay attention to his his uh, repertoire and his career, the way it's mm. going, somebody clearly is a fan. Mm, just powered Vince, up. Norm, Vince normally doesn't like what he doesn't create, though. Exactly. Yeah, I remember reading, um, uh, listening to Taz's podcast, and mm-hmm. he's talking about it. And he said the moment that his music hit in Madison Square Garden, and it was supposed to be a vignette to, like to have the crowd in mystery mm-hmm. about what was coming. Right. And they saw the number 13 in the orange and they went nuts. And mm-hmm. he's like, that's when I knew it was over. Mm-hmm. He's like, because I was already hot without Vince. Mm-hmm. And once mm-hmm. he saw that, he said, I'm not, I don't have a chance out yeah. there because mm-hmm. he didn't create me. Mm-hmm. And, huh? Well, it's like all the WCW guys during the uh, invasion. That, that could have been the hottest thing that could have went on for years, but Vince mm-hmm. didn't create those guys that were the competition and kind of got squashed for the most part. Well, the invasion thing kind of failed. That was, that was, yeah. yeah, it had a lot of potential, but yeah, that went. But went you know, south one quick. thing in that I, I, I watched or I heard something on Booker T where he talked about that too. How when he walked in, it was it was a different thing, but he had to hold on. You, I think he said, and don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he said something to the effect of, "You had to walk in there with an open mindset and understand that you were the new guy, no matter how mm-hmm. long you were in there." And a lot of the WCW guys they were like no i've been here for a while yeah, like you're gonna respect that so it it's one of those things like in business like i like i was i was telling chris about it's one of those things you gotta have to be an open mind in order to last you got to yeah mm-hmm. i mean i think that's wrestling in general especially yeah. when there's a you know a company merger and you know you're coming into some a different locker room and all those politics and things and oh man that's gotta be tough right so politics led to the um in my opinion, the failure of one of the biggest dream matches ever in wrestling history. Ooh, let's hear it. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Oh. Now, let's talk about this. You guys seen this match? Yeah. It's yes. like the ugliest match uh, of all It's a very ugly match. Now, not helped by the fact that the crowd was brutal. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely brutal to both of these guys. And you know why, right? Because right. both of them checked both of their contracts. Both of them were leaving. It was the end of both. Out. And yeah. they, they totally checked out. It seems like they didn't really want to work. Like, they were... Yeah, it was a rough match. Mm-hmm. So, recently, WWE 2K17 puts out a promo. They've got a new game coming out this fall. Uh, first, Goldberg was announced as the hidden character. I'm mm-hmm. a video game guy here also. Yeah. So, um... You play the wrestling games at all? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, they're pretty good. Uh, the last themselves one. And I, yeah. for the title. <laughs> if you create yourself and you've won a title, uh, please message me. Let me know. I'm still going for the Intercontinental Title. I'm the number one contender right now, coming after Sheamus in my uh, my season. But it takes forever <laughs> to get a title shot. It does. <laughs> but anyway, it's fun though. But you could cut your promo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Brock Lesnar cut a promo assisted by Paul Heyman and uh, basically just kind of buried Goldberg a little bit. Like, oh, thank you for being the supporting player. And uh, and Brock says some words at the end. He says, hey, Goldberg, 
you're next. And so this subsequently makes the internet go crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also to make the internet go crazy, this promo was removed from the WWE's website or Facebook page like an hour after it was posted. Yes. You know, the internet, you know these marks. Everybody has seen it. Mm-hmm. They're all smart. They, they know what's going on. I personally don't believe anything happens in this million-dollar company mm. that is not meant to happen. Yeah, yes. it's calculated. I absolutely it think that. There's it no was, such thing it's the as, ultimate tease. As, as the shoot. It's all a work. Mm-hmm. That's I'll always believe it. It would never, ever happen if it would. These are the best guys in the business. Like, there's no way. Like, oops, I hit the upload button. I didn't mean to do that. You're fire. You know? I can totally it doesn't, that. Like, it doesn't go like that backstage. But maybe it does. I well, know. I mean, there was always kind of little, little nuances here and there. The one that I saw, and I remember seeing it on Twitter. They were literally releasing little screenshots of that, that commercial with Goldberg. And okay. if you look in the mirror or in the window, people were freaking out because he's in the back seat with his hands cuffed. Mm-hmm. But if you look in the window, you see it says Suplex City mm-hmm. or something like that. So everybody was already like, "Ooh, so like, where's, hmm. where's this going? Where's so he they, going?" They gave the hint because I remember Goldberg was the first announcement of the game, but the uh, the cover athlete was a big mystery, mm-hmm. and and so they kind of gave it away with that, with the Suplex City in the in the window. Uh, so do you think? Lesnar Goldberg can happen. Do you even want to see it based on the way it went last time? I do, and I think it could happen. But well, the mm. thing is, it was they asked Goldberg. They've asked him, like, "What do you think? Do you think you'll ever get in the ring again?" And he said he still has about. And I, again, don't quote me. I think mm. he said I still got about fifty matches left in me. Wow. Yeah, I saw a listener's interview with Stone Cold, mm-hmm. and he did say he, he's kind of got an itch. He's in good shape. He's been training a lot. <sighs> He still looks great, let's be honest. He does. He looks- Chris, what do you think? Do you want to see this? I'd, I'd like to see it just for redemption because I think mm. I think they could put on a good match and if the crowd is behind them, like if it's if it's not one of those things where it's the last match. What if it's like a that. one and done? Like these guys are both old. Like not necessarily it'll be their last thing, but it it's the last time they'll probably fight. Well, so yeah. so it's I don't know. I, I think the Do fire in Brock because Brock's a natural competitor. Yeah. Um, I mean, not marking out or anything. <laughs> Natural, Natural being the word. Football, uh, MMA, every wrestling, like collegiate wrestling. Mm-hmm. The dude wants to compete, and I think if he had got another shot mm-hmm. to show off, I think mm-hmm. he'd really take it. And even if, even if Goldberg isn't all that hot, I think Brock can carry him through a good match. And see, I think for me to see, I think it would be good for Goldberg to show, you know, to get that last hurrah. Yeah, I think Goldberg needs to go out on a better note. Exactly. Um, then the match wasn't even show. drawn up uh, in the best way to help either of them. No. I mean, it was a stone cold squash at the end. Mm-hmm. Stunners to both of them was like, screw both of you guys, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so Brock like famously gives the bird to the crowd. And, uh, and he said that was for Vince. You know, he's like, because I just didn't want to be there anymore, and I didn't want to work for that guy in the company, and he didn't think he would ever come back, and then things happened, and he's back. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to see it. So, I'm going to briefly say that I hope, even though this may come out after SummerSlam, I hope that somehow they tease that into the, in the SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Goldberg maybe ringside, you know, they bump into each other backstage, like, give me something to kind of, I don't know. To, I feel like if they're going to do something like that, it'll be a run-in. I yeah, think, I th- you think he'll just, just like cost him the match, or See, I, don't I don't know if it'll be a cost the match, or if it'll be like, after... it'll be like a like Seth Rollins 
did when he came back, like after the matches won, a quick run in, a spear, mm-hmm. and then walking out. Because it's a, isn't it the last match on the card? Um, I don't know, be, actually. SummerSlam's one of the big... Well, the uh, way that they're advertising it, it looks like it, but it's actually a toss-up between that and Dean Ambrose and Dolph. But then again, you're probably right. I think so. But see... Yeah, it would be hard for them to pick which one of those title matches should go last, so they probably just give it to the to those guys. I could see it being a run-in. Goldberg gets the last word of the of the whole. Program. I bet you it'll be more of a Twitter thing. We're in the reality era now, so they yeah. they do these things, and I've noticed they've been doing it lately. Where they're like, "Oh, did you see what he said on Twitter the other oh, day?" Oh yeah, so, now Twitter like starts feuds. Now. Yeah, so I think it might be something Twitter where like. Goldberg says something and they're just like, uh oh, yeah. Goldberg said something. You guys uh, see that? You know, Vince loves that last shot of a big pay per view. Do you know what I mean? But do Hunter... you think he would give it to Goldberg though? Hmm. Uh, I think so. I think he would, especially if it's, I mean, just for the shock value of having the very, you know what I mean? It would be huge. But I think I'm going to just get myself unexcited for it because remember, this is a video game promo. Yeah. This isn't even the programming promo. So I think that it it could easily just not happen. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the thing. It could just be. They're promoing the game. And it also could be build up for the the SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar. It could just be marketing. A marketing. They did that whole thing with CM Punk and uh, and Stone Cold where they had the like twenty minute interview mm-hmm. where it seemed like the two of them gonna re- were gonna wrestle at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw that. I don't think I've seen that. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually really cool to watch. It's on YouTube, just Stone Cold and hmm. CM Punk, and they have like a twenty minute interview where they just shoot back and forth, and Stone Cold looks like he's getting really mad, and they talk about theoretically what would happen if the two of them wrestled. Oh. So, but obviously it never happened. But it didn't happen. See, my favorite encounter with Stone Cold <laughs> when he uh, was drinking beer, and, and CM Punk walks in, he's like, want a beer? What? <laughs> that was the <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so speaking of having a substance that some people shouldn't have, um, <laughs> Alberto Del Rio and Paige... <laughs> were suspended. There was a wellness violation. Suspended together, or at least a few hours apart. Hashtag relationship goals. Um, <laughs> you know, at least they're together. They got this, they're for both of You know, it's, it's the first... Yeah, this is 30 days off of this crazy schedule and just being able to chill out. Neither one of them are really in a storyline. This is... I don't know. What do you... Any comments? I think it... Like I said, I'm, and Eva said this, and you people will tell me if I was right. Hmm. I really feel they're on track to be the PG-13 version of Sid and Nancy for the WWE at some point. But, <laughs> um, no, seriously, it was... It's kind of like... Wait, explain Sid and Nancy for the people who okay, don't know. So, Sid and Nancy. There's Sid <laughs> from the Sex Pistols. Sid Vicious. Mm-hmm. Sid Vicious. And then there's Nancy <laughs> that just came in there, and that was kind of a, 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 a roadie. In, in the female sense, and mm-hmm. she kind of just, you know, ruined his life, and they ended up, Maybe she ended up being dead, yeah. <laughs> and he ended yeah. up uh, dead as well. Well, <laughs> Self-inflicted. Well, this is a very morbid ending. Let's well, hope it doesn't well, I don't think like they'll be dead, but I think that, I, I honestly... They might be out of work. <laughs> yes, I could see Hunter, I in my head, I could see Triple H, because I know, and, and it might be funny... For all of us that know the situation, I can see Triple H just being like, we're done. We're done. Mm-hmm. Because Del Rio's on, on his way out. I've told Chris and, and you know several of my wrestling buddies that Paige has been kind of on a, on a little, on her, you know, been troublesome. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like, you know, she's probably that fallen angel and 
Triple H's eyes to where he's eventually just going to be like, we're done. We're just done. Wow. You know? Yeah, until she gets, she's so young. Yeah, she's super young. And I mean, huh, I don't know. And Del Rio, I think, could still be great. And um, yeah, my issue now, or the only problem is, I think you said Del Rio's, like, his contract's up soon, right? Yeah. Well, the thing is, what I what I was what I was reading about it and um, was that, essentially, he was told, when he came back, because he went out on that, that whole thing where, you know, he, he was, slapped the dude. he slapped the, the executive. Mm-hmm. Then they brought him back, and he was promised a push by Vince, and that the whispers were that. Triple H got into Vince's ear and mm. changed all that last minute. So this uh, sounds like it could kind of correlate with frustration. Yep. So that to sounds me makes like a it. lot of sense. And then Paige as well, frustrated because her boyfriend's not getting what he wanted. Yeah. You know. And she's been dropped out of you. Yeah. It sucks for both of them because I feel like they both have a place where they could somehow yeah. be be major players. I mean, I thought that Del Rio and Orton match last week on SmackDown. I think it was last week. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys saw that. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, Del Rio can still go. I'm hoping he goes to Lucha Underground again. And uh, mm-hmm. the only problem there is, I don't know if you guys watch it, but season three is wrapped up for them, so he wouldn't show up until maybe a year from now. <laughs> but um, That's more time with Paige. He could wrestle the indies, too, and mm-hmm. still, still make good money. That's true. That's true. I think so. El Patron returns. El Patron. <laughs> and Paige, uh, Paige is one of my favorite. Paige is my favorite lady. Really? Yeah. I, everybody Paige, loves Paige. Me. Everybody does love Paige. I just, I don't, I don't. I, I, I marked out. I don't really see it, but I, out, I marked out. A lot of my friends go gaga over Paige. I don't really see, see I'm it. More but, of a, uh, Sasha. Uh, Sasha, mm-hmm. uh, Sasha, yeah. AJ Lee is the original for me. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, we're going. I'm an AJ fan. All right, we're all over the place. <laughs> okay. Um, Mick Foley said that. Dolph Ziggler had an Austin 316 moment during his promo. You guys know the promo I'm talking about, right? This happened. Uh, I didn't see SmackDown, so I'm going to maybe get you guys' opinion on it. So, mm-hmm. run us through the promo briefly if you saw it. Chris, did you catch it? Yeah, his. Uh, so, it was It was kind of that fed up, like Austin's promos from ECW, just this fed up, and I've always been a little bit behind. He messed up on his phrasing on something that was really funny. He said, "Knock your face <laughs> off your head." I know, I'd knock your head off your face. Yes. Um, mm. yeah. yeah. He was really amped. Head, but, face. Oh, but okay. it was filled with emotion. It was really, really, um, like just you could tell. It seemed like there was a lot that was actually there. Mm-hmm. How he felt like he's been held back, or he felt like he hasn't gotten the right push. Mm-hmm. He, and he's one of the hardest working guys in the business. He's yeah. one of the best in the ring. Um, and I feel like he just feels like he's been held back for so long, and then it ends in a, like a, a sweet chin music, I, <laughs> which I was would call, I would call it a super kick, but that looked way too Shawn Michaels. It was very really? Shawn Michaels esque, and it was out of nowhere. It was. Really? I, I love Dean. You know, I love Dean. I Even I was just like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't was, dispute this. Screaming, and he was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. It was All right, really good worth the watch. So I need to yes. watch it. Okay. Yes. Do you agree with Foley? Is this an Austin 316 breakthrough moment? No. I, well, <laughs> I Hyperbole <think>, much, Foley? <laughs> I think, I think it, it was in, in the sense for Ziggler. Because you, you're mm-hmm. never going to get that again. But it's one of those moments that you can see their personality and their true self kind of shine through their character. Mm-hmm. You can see it. And it's the same thing kind of like the pipe bomb again. They're different levels. Yeah. But each character, they come real. And that was being him That was him being real. And you can see it. Yeah. And it, it was just, it's one of those things that, you know, 
that it's one of those times where they give you the mic and say, go ahead, air your grievances, but make sure you do it right. Yeah, yeah. And he did it right. He knocked it out. I don't feel like it was an awesome 316 moment because that's just, I mean, that's so iconic. Those happen once in a generation, really. No. Yeah. Um, You'll never see anything like that again. Probably like the pipe bomb was kind of like that. But I mean, when you talk Mm -hmm. about like those big promos over time, Mm -hmm. it's like something we're going to be going back to to define this generation. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's not going to be that level. No, I agree. But but for him, it was his. It was the best I've seen him. Yes. Okay. So Foley was. He went on to say like, oh, now his record doesn't matter. Nothing matters up until this point. Like he just redefined. That was a new guy. That's a new guy now. No. No, yeah, not, you're not got, into it. I think they've got to start pushing them to the top of the card because how the rosters panned out that they didn't get the marquee talent, so they need to build up guys like Dolph. But wasn't it planned? I mean, wasn't this pre-planned? I mean, it's not like they were like, "Oh man, we don't have anybody left. What happened?" No, but like, I mean, when they when they drafted him, they're like, "All right, he's going to." the But top they were of the planning. Card. Yeah, they were yeah. planning to send them up. I think, See? and I'm okay with it. Like I thought Ziggler deserved it for a while. I've been saying it ever since that Survivor Series, like two years ago, mm-hmm. where he was like the last man standing and like really held it down. But I don't know. He's so much better than than the the program he was in before with Baron Corbin. He's, yeah. he's deserves. So I much can't more than the see. Three. I don't have that short of a memory, so I can still remember him losing and going fifty fifty with Baron Corbin, and now it's like this guy's world championship material. So I don't know, but he deserves it though. I think in my mind, and not to go too far off on the tangent, if they could, like me and my boys, Mark Out Mafia, shout out, mm-hmm. um, we talked about this. How how could they have delivered this better? And I really think because uh, my boys Randy and Marcus, they came up with this. What they should have done, and I kind of believe this, passed down the sweet chin music from hbk then it would be like a new revitalizing that person you know what i mean Uh, like hbk kind of just saying you got my signing oh like give him the rub yeah just give him the rub and then it was then you gave him the rub yeah just the new energy and then you kind of let him frustrate on top of that and let it simmer and i think it would have gone over a little bit better maybe not the best uh, thing but like I, how funk and and mick foley did for a uh, dean yeah like i pass it down. but okay. but hey, this one okay. could have been a lot better though because it could have been sean just saying i know how you feel i've been there let's let's talk about this yeah. you know and then i would have okay. got behind him more and been like oh well now dean i love you but <laughs> Sorry, Dolph's coming Dolph's for you. Dolph's the guy, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it could have been. I think that rub would have been. That would have worked out well. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it didn't, because everyone always says that. Like, look at this Shawn Michaels wannabe. Like a lot of my friends say that about yeah. Xavier, and it's like, That's so tight. maybe if he did actually get the full cosign, like maybe that would would help it him. Probably yeah. would. I mean, I wouldn't say as far as wearing like the heartbreak kid. No, logo, no, no not maybe just... a gear change. Exactly. Yeah, maybe six left. Yeah, maybe two. <laughs> yeah. It's time for a new look. If he, I mean, if he wants to be taken seriously, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Even a little bit. Just, just get done with that, you know, mm-hmm. 80s metal band look. <laughs> I'm not saying cut his hair or anything like that. But, just, but it, yeah, you would have. it would have made it more prestigious. Enough with the denim and leather. I think so. Mm-hmm. You know. So is, is Ziggler a champion? Is no. he a championship material right now? Not yet. No? no. He's, he's an enhancement for Dean. He's going to put on a really good match and make Dean look really good. Because that... Nobody sells like Ziggler. No. Yeah, right you're right now. about that. That man sells yeah, like I think nobody's Dean, business. And, uh, and this is me being, uh, you know, I'm kind of preferential to... I to prefer... Dean. Yeah, I love Dean. But um, <laughs> I think for him, this... It's also, if we look at the other side of the coin, it's really good for him because this is not your typical champion. 
This is very, I always called him mm-hmm. like a mix between Stone Cold and Brian Pillman put together. Yeah. Just their own little version of it. So to see them actually push this and give him somebody legitimate like Dolph, I think yeah. this is going to be This is going to be excellent for him, yeah. So speaking of Dean, I watched his interview with Stone Cold. Um, you know, it was pretty meh. I'm going to say it was meh. I know you guys said you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I want you to check it out and then come I'm back sorry, to me Dean. and let me know. <laughs> I thought it was kind of meh. Like... I feel like Stone Cold maybe was trying to pull a little too much out and Dean didn't want to share a lot mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But it got he got a little more comfortable. But even by the end, um, Stone Cold actually like calls out Dean like and says, hey, you're the man now. You're the champ. Like, I want to see more from you. And he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, you got to ramp it up. He's like, I want another level. I want another gear. I want to see it. And he's like, I think you've been complacent. I think, I think I want to see more. So I don't know if he's just kind of you know, working him a little bit, but nobody loves a business like Stone Cold. You know, mm-hmm. but I, but he wanted more, and he's just like, yeah, I want you, I want you more. So, he mentioned something really cool, and we were talking about Brock earlier. He mentioned the disaster of a match with Brock at WrestleMania. Yeah, mm-hmm. the street fight that never yeah. left the ring. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Um, oh God, yeah. He asked about that, and he's like, "So what about Brock?" And he mentioned it, and he said, um, "Brock didn't want to do anything." He said he had a lot of ideas for that match. To make it the wildest, craziest WrestleMania moment ever, and Brock was like, "Nah, I'm gonna stand here and suplex you." <laughs> yeah, and, and I, uh, I can totally see that happening. That's kind of what, it, well, yeah, like especially if you knew what happened afterwards with Brock going into the UFC, right? And I think Brock was already planning. He's like, "I'm not gonna get hurt. I'm going yeah. over there to yeah." So I a think a bunch of chair shots and falling off well, the top of it. A... Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna talk about the matchup entirety, it wasn't a great chemistry. It, it, it's they're two different styles. two different styles dean is very and i've heard his other um interviews that's why i'm such a big advocate of him because he's just his own thing and he's one of those guys and this is where i absolutely love him and i will always be a fan because mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that he doesn't care about politics he doesn't mm-hmm. care about anything he doesn't even really care about being champion he just wants to put on a fight and he wants to he mm-hmm. just wants to fight and make it sell and give you the business that's all he wants yeah he mentioned that in the interview too he's mm-hmm. like hey someone told him a while ago it's like the circus we're here to put smiles on faces you know and he's just like i'm here to work you know like i just want to put on the best matches he's like even if i never got this title like i just want to put on the best matches i can put on you know and that's the kind and, of guy that you can just back he's, forever. yeah you can't yeah how can you hate that like he's yeah. a guy who just wants to work mm-hmm. and make it underdog. and make it make it outstanding mm-hmm. so speaking of outstanding the <laughs> universal championship <laughs> by the time this comes out will be created mm-hmm. and um do you guys care that a title with no history no lineage is just going to be dropped onto a program do you care like me i'm a history guy and i don't really i think this is a big deal like i don't i want to see a title with some history and i'm automatically going to think of this as a secondary title but maybe eventually it'll it'll come to me but what do you guys think I'm I'm like you. I like like Flair's title, like the old. Yeah, give me the big gold. The big you know. gold belt. Like there's so the much history. Man belt too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I mean, the, there's so much history tied to that belt. Then right, you look at that belt. You you think Ric Flair. You think Dusty. You, you think, think Dusty all these Rose. great guys who held it. Mm-hmm. And you look at some new thing. And you're like, huh. And, and is That's it going to cool. be a carbon copy of the new one, or is it... It's, I hope not. I saw some things where they were talking, but this was like a SmackDown belt where it was a white strap with a blue 
back. Yeah, you, I think I you, saw you've that. seen that. That one was pretty, but <laughs> that cool. But I, no one knows. But hopefully, by the time this comes out, they will. But I mean, the main question is, do you care? Like, if this is the most amazing looking belt, like diamond studded, awesome, cool, automatically seems secondary. Does it? To me. Well, secondary. Just, it just seems secondary. I really yeah. can't say that I I don't care because they they have the the weight behind it right now. You have Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins for this belt. Mm. You couldn't have picked two diff. You know the best two. Yeah. You couldn't have picked the uh, any yeah, other. The best guys. They're gonna. The belt. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna burn. They're the house gonna down. burn. They're gonna burn for this belt. So it really depends on the delivery. So I'm kind of on the fence. I think out the gate I was like, I don't care. Venus <laughs> champion to me. But at the same time, Balor and Rollins. This is a bit. This has been a long time coming for a lot of fans. A lot of dream mm-hmm. matches. So, um, to see that. It depends on how they execute, because they could execute this properly to where you will care. Maybe you won't love it the way that you did, but it's a new beginning to where maybe you might get behind it. Mm. I think you just kind of, we have to kind of sit it out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, I don't care, and I would have rather had the the big gold belt because that that one's history. <laughs> but again, it's it's not a Vince creation, so yeah. I feel like it wouldn't come back. I mean, you can't. I don't. To me, you can't just keep that thing on ice forever. Yeah. Like, why not bring it back? It'll instantly bring prestige. Like, but, but they're pushing they want this new, new things. Era. They want to go sell yeah. something new. It's a new era, new they toys. They want the new era. Sooner or later, they'll combine rocks. You have to play a game where you're It'll come back. It's got to, it always comes back. Yeah. So, uh, lastly, um, a website that I read often, which rhymes with butt vulture. <laughs> um... <laughs> predicted the first 10 universal champions. Okay. And uh, now let's just pretend this is after SummerSlam, so we may as well have you guys okay. guess who's the first universal champion. So who's your pick between Seth and Finn? This is tough. I want to say Finn, but I don't see him getting it yet. I feel like it's going to be one of those feuds that you carry out for a little bit. Mm. So I'm going to say Rollins. As bad as I don't want to say that, I'm thinking Rollins. Mm. What do you think, Chris? I I love the vultures. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely adore their YouTube channel and their site, so shout out. Um, But, um, yeah, I'm going CrossFit Jesus. I think they're they're using this feud to elevate Finn, but I don't yes. think they're going to put the strap on him yet. Not I think they're yet. giving it back to CrossFit. You Jesus. can't give it to him too easy, yeah, because then you, it's then then it could be that situation. You don't care. That's true, and I feel like they got to get they got to get Seth the belt back. Been going over too much in, in the exactly, Ross. they got to make it heat. They Once that happens, heat. it gives yeah. you a hint that the that booking it is kind of showing their hand that they're uh-huh. they're going to give it. Well, to the vultures disagree with all of us, and they think Finn is taking it. And then, this will maybe be obvious, who do you think the second Universal Champion will be? Mm. If it were Finn Balor as the first. Then, if in their opinion, it would be Seth. But I would go Finn. Yeah. I would say Finn, but it's going to be Seth in their list. In their list, it is Seth. But yeah, I think it could be the other way around. Next one, which is not either one of those two guys, who you got? Brock. I'm trying to think of who's on the, the Raw roster. Um, or Cena. Mm, no, wait, Smack Raw. Now. Raw, I'm sorry. We're thinking of Raw. Gotta See, that's where it's hard because now the draft. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, now it's all Now it's like, wacky. who's on Raw? Okay, Baron Corbin? Corbin? I don't think yet. No, not, not yet. I, well, I mean, that's the only one I could think. <laughs> wow. Well, it uh, looks like 
Wait, did you? Yeah, you did say it. Chris, you got it. Brock Lesnar. Okay, after Brock. Next champion. Wait, I gotta probably if look at the list. I'm totally gonna, gonna live knowing, in KFA right now. Knowing those gentlemen, I'm thinking they're gonna say Goldberg. <laughs> no, <laughs> they went with a current. Oh, okay, current roster. Okay, who? Here we go. We got Raw has Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Sami Zayn, Sasha, Jericho, Rusev, Kevin Owens. Big Show, Neville, Cesaro, Sheamus, and some other people. How could I forget? How could I forget Sammy? So KO beats Brock. No. If they got Brock. Oh, oh, yeah. If they got Brock. Who beats Brock? Yeah, because they've been talking about that match for a while. I'm going to say, you're not going to like this, and I get on partial. This is another favorite of mine, is Sammy. Because he could outtake him. He's he's fluent. Okay. He's mm-hmm. very smooth. He's he's the he's the machine that I'd gives you a five star. I'd love to see him go. Man. Yeah, it's a five star match machine. That's what what Sammy is. He knows uh, how to sell. He does. So I could see that being him taking it because Brock can't keep up. That would be the sell point. Mm. I'm going KO. Well, the vultures disagree with both of you. Uh-huh. They <laughs> pick did it. Yeah. Uh, the guy. Um, thankfully, there's an upside, they say, is that Reigns will win and turn heel. Okay. I see that. I like that. <laughs> He'll okay. cheat to beat Brock Lesnar and then start a reign as the top villain. Yeah, but they've been calling the Roman heel to win for a long time. I don't time. think it's going to happen. I, but you know he's, what? He's, he's doing good work He's right picked now. up. Yeah, he, they, they placed yeah. him finally correctly. He's in a good spot, and he's doing, he's doing well. The, I think the fans are starting to get behind him. I, I'm getting behind him because they're selling him properly this time. They're, they're not, doing it right. It's not to where, um, where before I was praying for the die, Roman die sign <sighs> so we could he can turn heel and we're all in love with him. But that's not that didn't happen. Didn't so happen. now he's going his own way, and I think this is this is healthier for him now. Mm, I agree. So they think so. They have reigns reign of terror. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, mm-hmm. ending with a person that none of you will guess. Now that I've just said that, who do you think? Oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> the current roster. Not on the current roster. Oh, okay. But maybe will be by next year. <laughs> by next year? Samoa Joe? No, mm. Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Yes. Yeah. That's my dude Nakamura. right now. Who doesn't love Nakamura? Oh, that would be Let's, amazing. I got to beat you. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite he's thing going so right now. He's so great. Oh, man. So they think, they think Nakamura will debut at WrestleMania. And then at some point during SummerSlam... He will take the title from Roman. And you know, and I know this is going to touch a hit a nerve with you. Kenny Omega, Mm -hmm. they actually Mm -hmm. asked him about this, about um, Nakamura, if he felt that they did that properly. Because they're interested. They're they're trying to pursue him. Oh, yeah, they're they're watching. And before he was just like not interested. But now he's like, what what are you offering? And they said, we'll put you on TV right away. But one thing he said was that he didn't like the way that they delivered Nakamura because he's a WrestleMania-level talent. Mm-hmm. So he felt like it was done improperly. So this makes sense. Mm. If, you know, if Kenny's mm-hmm. right, I don't know if Kenny's right, but <laughs> we never know. We never know. <laughs> I, I, I think Mania would be the perfect place to debut. To I call mean, him up, yeah. He'll be uh, Royal Rumble would be okay, but Mania would be amazing. Do you think before he'll be called up? He'll be called up before, I think. Because I, I think he's going to have a short title reign. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think that it's going to be like, 
they're just trying to get him to wrestle to the camera and mm-hmm. try to learn the American style mm-hmm. because I think they want to get him they up as quick as possible. Right. So is he a raw guy or SmackDown? You think he's gonna be raw? He's gonna be raw because they yeah. need some heavy. He's big time. They need some heavy yeah, he's hitters. He's gonna be there. raw. Yeah, he's a he's an attraction. Uh, next, a guy who I've been rooting for for a long time, and I think deserves it a lot. He's current roster. Who do you say would beat Nakamura? Yes. Mm-hmm. KO. I love me some KO. Me too. They're doing some great stuff with Jericho and him right now. Like mm-hmm. it's great. It's hilarious. The booking right now has been fantastic. It's been really it's been good. Fun. It's been really, really I good. I've seen a lot of fifty fifty booking. I mean you've seen some, but it's been pretty good. Yeah. Uh here is a completely uh well actually they say Nakamura gets it back. And then the person who beats Nakamura is a Member of a current tag team. Enzo. <laughs> that Enzo. is on Raw. <laughs> so let's look at our tag teams. We got mm. Enzo and Cass, Gallows and Anderson, New Day, uh, Golden Truth. Golden Truth. I mean, Gold mm-hmm. Dust could easily tangent. <laughs> yeah. Would it be Gallows? No. I, well, you I know. could see that Japanese. You know, oh. you're right. I could see you that. What? That might actually be a better one than they picked. What did they pick? But I wouldn't root against this. Xavier Woods. I would. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's your two. I would absolutely lose it. After a pair of reigns with the U.S. Championship, Woods will make a run at Nakamura in the Universal title. Maybe. And at Survivor Series 2018, he'll pull out a high-risk maneuver to stun the King of Strong Style and win the belt. Wow. I These guys need to write. They, they totally need the book. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I could see that. I could see they need to let Woods wrestle more. I feel like, I feel like he's the best mouthpiece that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the New Day has. But he's phenomenal. Oh, in he's the great ring. in the ring. Him he's... and AJ has such a good match. Oh yeah, oh, I love that. Um, next one. This is a, a shocker because it's one of the New Day as well. Biggie. Biggie. Oh wow. <laughs> turns on one. the New Day, and then. Gets the title, and then the tenth one is. Don't say Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be. I just gotta look that, at it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> what? Really? Oh, this is kind of anticlimactic. All the gold. Is it? It's Xavier Woods again. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, well, yeah. So he gets it I back from Big that. E. I can see that. I can see that happening. I, I, I there's. I like the list, and I would love watching that entire yeah. program run the out. The reign of but terror. But I think there's so many more. Yeah. Of like Seth and Roman and Finn. So much more yeah. intricacies that could be incorporated to where it makes it even better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could definitely see I, more Seth and Roman in there, and maybe even another Brock. But um, that was that. Was, this would be fun to watch. Yeah. All right. I would so, lose my ish. Oh man! I would absolutely go crazy. <laughs> Go imagine nuts. him on the stick the next night. <laughs> the best thing ever. Oh, He's on your amazing. W W E universe. I can totally see that. Get the vapors. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, oh, that just got me excited. All right, so we're going to wrap up, but uh, I want to let you guys give some contact info so people can tweet at you or shout you out <laughs> on online on the internets and let you let the people know how they can find you eva i am at eva x rocks so e-v-a-x-r-o-c-k-z yeah chris az leo 623 like arizona leo 623 are you a leo 
I am. All right. Yeah, he has right. It was last week. His birthday. Yeah. Happy late Happy birthday. Birthday. You are the Arizona Leo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And lastly, I have to get a song recommendation from both of you. Meaning, usually at the end of my show, I always have a a song. This is either a song that somehow mentions wrestling, or the song you would come out to if you were Ooh. talent. So now, lay it on me. Uh, Chris, what do you got? A uh, song that mentions wrestling? I was just listening to Ludacris Word of Mouth, and it has a song in there that talks about Hacksaw Jim Duggan, but I can't remember the name. Does it really? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Um, I'll play it on the way home. See, I live a life filled with chicken and malt liquor And women that are real life scratch and sniff thicker I shoot videos and get knobs slobbed in trailers Then hit stage and break a leg like Lawrence Taylor You preachers all talk, and it's bad for your health See, I ain't gotta say shit, money speaks for itself With all models I make, I'm great like five lakes You got rims on your truck? Man, I got rims in my skates You rolling on dubs, I roll right in the club Dirty as home with more rings than your tub you think it's all practical jokes and big bloopers But I smack bitches with no titties that work at Hooters Just get a couple of girls that shaking they thangs Then I put them on camera and cut two frames With some gasoline draws, I'll be going to hell Ludacris fuck like a nigga fresh out of jail I got junkyard dogs, I'm rowdier than Rob Piper And my baby's ass out cause I rub my cars with a diaper So you can pray for now if you send in the past Word of mouth, time to wipe that silly grin off your ass Rap cats is soft like R&B singers It's four eyes, I work for wings and chicken fingers I rep smoke parks so Chi-Town could get seen I'm a dirty bird now, but I keep shit clean I rip mean face niggas one by one or two by two I'll take them however they come Instead of a gun, I pull out a stick from woodworking The black hacksaw, Jim Duggan, stay lurking Creeping, I'm in the shadows, the nightshade You want the tail in the back or a light fade Just is the hands, is the barber, the butcher I kill your smoker, blunt and forget where I put ya I'm super fly like snooker, I smack holes The black rolls with the duds and the tack flows I rock shack clothes when I alter beast Power up, get big, just disturbing the beast um. I'll play for you on the way home because that was literally the CD where I listened to on the way here. We're listening to the scratch one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found some CDs in my in my storage shed. Um, I would come out to Skillet's um, Monster Ooh. or the Weather Girls. It's raining, man. I can totally see him. I'll figure out, out one of those. Um, looks like I found Ludacris. <laughs> On uh, the Word of Mouth album, <laughs> has a song called Word of Mouth where he yeah. uh, he mentions Hacksaw. Jim Duggan, who was my dude back in the oh, oh. Tough guy. Oh, man. Okay, Eva, what's uh, your pick? What would you come out to? What would I come out to? Um, I'm a rocker girl, so metal <laughs> chick. Um, you know, I'm actually, I, I fantasized about this in my head several times at the gym, so I'm gonna say I would pick So Sick by Flyleaf.
We'll wrap up this episode of Matt Mania. Thank you guys for being here and chatting it up with me. Oh, yeah. Um, Anytime. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Anybody out there, hope you are tuning in. Give us, uh, give us a shout. Let us know what you thought of this episode. And I'll be back with more Matt Mania. It's Mega Ran. Peace out. Hey, party people. It's Kate Murdoch here. And I want to talk to you about something real fresh, real new that myself and Mega Ran are doing now. And it involves you. The fans, myself and Mega Ranch just launched a Patreon, a monthly way for you all to subscribe to us and what we do. For as little as one buck a month, you'll get free exclusive downloads, a guaranteed song a month, and if you pledge at the $10 level, you'll get a free project a month, whether it be something we do together, whether it's something solo, a side project that I engineer or produce, it's guaranteed exclusive for you Patreon supporters. So, if you really like what we do, then this is the time to get down and join us. We are trying to bring back that Nintendo Fun Club vibe because this is essentially a fan club for the real fans. So check it out, patreon.com slash bits and rhymes. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash bits and rhymes. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 